Hi guys, welcome to Lipstick Laundry. This is your girl Shiny, and as always, I am here to discuss all types of laundry with you. The clean, the dirty, and everything in between. Let's discuss, shall we? So what's poppin' y'all? How's everybody's week going? I hope everyone was, you know, positive and got work done and did everything that they were supposed to do. Okay, my soapbox is about what has been happening to me all week. So it's crazy because, you know, sometimes your body gets there before your mind. And I am the perfect example of that this week. So next week, by the time you guys hear this, um, I should be celebrating an anniversary with my husband. And it's weird because... It's weird because, you know, I, I didn't know how I was going to react. Every year, I feel like it's different. Last year, you know, I cried so much, you know, right before our anniversary, the day of our anniversary, the day after our anniversary. But this year, instead of the constant crying, I just found myself one day just really enthralled in a Sam Smith song, and all of a sudden, the tears were coming. Now, um... At the time, I didn't even realize that my anniversary was coming up. I just kept sitting there crying and thinking, what the hell is causing this? Is this the, just Sam Smith? Like, it got to be something else. You know what I mean? And because that's what they tell you to do with therapy. They tell you, you know, figure out what your trigger is and try to monitor the situation. Me, I am I'm very good at that because I don't like showing emotions in public. So I make sure I stay clear from all my triggers. I mind my business and I drink my water. But somehow last week, you know, my emotions got the best of me um, and I couldn't figure it out until I figured it out. And now um, I'm just trying to stay positive and not in an emotional place, even though he has completely taken up at least 80% of my brain at this point. Um, you know, your feelings, they go and come. And that's how it is in this whole experience of my life. And, um, you know, I just want to say happy anniversary to my diamond and, um, you know, I'm thinking about him hard, hardcore this weekend for sure. Um, what's good is this episode, this episode, um, you know, is basically cultivated through this entire podcast. Um, I don't know this girl from Adams, but she hit me up and she was like, oh my God, I'm listening to your podcast. And I literally went through the exact same thing. Um, you know, we got to talking and she wasn't lying. Like, you know, she was a black girl living in South Florida, married, and then all shit just went to hell. Um, having this conversation with her was real good. Okay. I had it after I had this conversation back in December, to be honest. And, um, it was right after I did the episode called Pussy Business because that's the episode where I'm kind of sharing a little bit into my life and you know a girl got some and you know I wanted to talk about it so we did on that episode and just you know the whole dating and being nervous and being judged by other people she kind of responded to everything I was going through in that episode so if y'all want to you know go back to pussy business go ahead and get into my business you know it's authorized um, if not, just listen to this episode and listen to 
two homegirls kicking it. Because at this point, you know, we've, we're building a friendship. She's cool as hell. Um, professionally, she is a social worker. She is a clinical therapist. Um, she also owns a lovely skincare company called Sugar Baby. And um, yeah, just listen and let me know what you think. Okay, Shivani, I just want to welcome you to the Lipstick Laundry, okay? Thank you. I am so excited to have you. Like we were talking about before, it's like literally last week I said something on the podcast and mm-hmm. it just opened up like the, the biggest group for me. Um, right. I, like I said, I've never met another young person, another black person who is married and yeah. just life just uproots you right it it's it's the widowhood that type of community it's usually for old people so even know. saying that you're a widow it's like i never use that you. word have you used that word i don't you i don't title myself that way no 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 because people people automatically like they they're fragile with you right Right. They look at you like something happened or like you are a ticking time bomb. Right. You know, so right. I don't really, I don't like it, you know. You know, I just love the fact that you are, or your Instagram, you know, you seem to be living for you. Before we get to what you are living for right now, tell me, okay, so guys, we kind of jumped on in. Basically, um, through just podcasting, I have now met Shivani and Shivani is like me where we have lost, um, you know, tragically we lost our husbands and Mm -hmm. um, we were left with young kids. You have Mm -hmm. two, I have one. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me a little bit about your life before tragedy hit. So we were married, me and my um, late husband, we were married for five years. And it was all good. You know, we, yeah. we were, you know how you kind of hit that peak where things are starting to look up because we, we married young. I was, I think I was like 25, 26 when I got married. Okay. But how we long were together. How long? We were together be? five years. So okay. we were, by the time he passed away, we, I had been with him for like 11 years. Wow. So since I was like 21, 22, I was with him. Yeah. And he passed away when I was like 32. Yes. So that was literally my whole adulthood, you know, from being able to drink and yes. just, you know, like finding myself. But yes. Now, all 12 years, I'm sure those years weren't all just pretty. You know, y'all been through some things and oh, you were no. just too happy to finally get to, you know, like a good spot. A you good felt comfortable, place. don't it? Yes, like we we were, we were inching up, like things were getting better, you mm-hmm. know, because when you're young, you, you got to figure a lot of things out. Yes. And then all of a sudden, boom, that was yes. it. I was like, it was too good to be true. Like things were getting too good, you know what I mean? Man. And it just, it literally just, it happened. And it, it wasn't an illness, It he just, he got a blood clot. That was something he was at work one day, and then the next day he was gone. Like, there was no, like, we didn't know anything that was going to happen. But um, when stuff like that happened so quickly, Mm -hmm. I was just like, uh, who do I even talk to? Because nobody can relate. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, literally, I went to work. And mm-hmm. a couple hours later, I'm being called to the hospital. Now you making big ass decisions you've never even thought about before. Right. Like, 
what was uh, what was your situation like? Because I mean, you found out about the blood clot same time, yeah. and it, it. So we no, he, we we took him. It was like it was like a Thursday night. He was like, I can't breathe, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay. So we went to the hospital. His mom was there, you know, because I called her. Mm-hmm. And the whole time in the hospital, I'm playing around. I'm joking because I'm just like, if you wanted attention, you should have just said you wanted attention because you're doing <laughs> you're doing the most. Yes, because <laughs> that's how you, I'm. I'm a I'm a very positive person, even in, right, the, in the worst right, situation. On the way to the right. hospital, I'm like, this nigga, I'm about to, you know, I got to deal with a broken foot now, an arm, some shit. I'm not right. thinking we not coming. You home. don't think you don't think that. So right. when he just kind of coded, I was just like. I was like, what is happening? Cause I just, my reality, I wasn't even mentally there because I'm just like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll don't be have time. out of this, we'll be fine. It's, you know what I mean? But once the reality hit and it's like, it's final, like that's it. That's when like everything started kind of flooding your mind. Like, what do I do and how do I navigate this now? Because I'm just like, I'm 32 with a two year old and a three year old. What was it? The whole thing I was like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What? What? It was wild. Yes. And nobody, all of my friends were married. Mm -hmm. We were heavily in the church. All of our friends were married. So I'm looking at all my friends like, I can't even relate to y'all no more. Because what do you do? Situations are different now. Yeah. But I'm sure they held you down as much as they could. My girls were down. My girls, that's when you know who's really down like those first those right. I would say the first few days few weeks listen they were with me they were coming out you know checking on me everything mm-hmm. um but it's still different now because imagine being in a relationship for 11 years and then boom you're back in the game and obviously not instantly because you have to heal right about, I heard y'all talking about the healing process right and, you, know, you know like all of those questions that you had was so interesting because I had to go through and navigate those questions and nobody could tell me out of experience what do you do right you know because all of my girlfriends were out the game for just as long as I had been out of the game yeah you know same same how do you feel how did you we talk about navigating you know from the hospital and now Mm -hmm. the kids let's break that down because I um he was two at the time now he's four And, you know, I'm still struggling with that because I feel like at two, everybody was telling me, oh, he's not going to remember, you know, he's going to ask and then he's going to stop. The little Mm -hmm. bro still ain't stopped yet. Like he's Mm -hmm. still asking, you know, I got to fill in as much as I can now. Mm -hmm. um, How things happen are just so goddamn horrible. So um, there's this show, there's this show that my kid and my husband at the time used to watch all the time. Um, it, it's like the younger version of the Muppets. They're like Muppets okay. or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. But they had like this scene where there was like a whole bunch of bike riders. Mm-hmm. One had gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. And um, legit, we were laughing about the one mm-hmm. that got hurt. We mm-hmm. were laughing about the one <laughs> mm-hmm. to get back on the bike. Like legit, these were conversations we had. Yeah. We uh-huh. four. So when everything yeah. happened, I tried to use that um that, that cartoon to try to explain to him, you know, daddy got into an accident. He knew what our ambulance was. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain to him that he went in the ambulance and he just didn't make it. Um, I had to explain that a couple times. Yes. 
how did it go for you? How is it still going for you? Because at this point, you're my future. So I'm checking in with you at this point. You're Girl. Girl, so it, it has been three years. And like I said, the youngest one was two at mm-hmm. the time. So mm-hmm. I can relate to you. Um, I had to tell them, I told them it happened on Friday. I think Saturday I told them because I was just like, you know, my kids, the two-year-olds is very bright and, mm-hmm. you know, we all live together. It's it's different from like a grandparent. They see a grandparent once or twice a week. But, but you're saying somebody, somebody that you live with. Literally. You every single day morning right so in you know obviously you know the dads are very active in their lives thank right. god right right but mm-hmm. they're gonna notice uh a whole person where's where daddy what's, right. what's going on you know so no not a I, trip uh, it's been a couple of days because that's what it is for me mine mm-hmm. you know maybe he'll take a weekend trip you know to go oh, see okay. other kids so for me, for the first weekend, it wasn't too bad. It was just like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's just on a trip, but mm-hmm. kept coming. Right. So what I did, um, I'm a therapist as well, you know. Okay. So I, I already knew that it's important to just be honest. Be honest. And as much as they can understand, because a two-year-old's brain is not going to understand the concept of death. But I did explain to the two and three-year-old, daddy died. You know, he you went to those words. Two yeah, days he, later. He, Yeah, he he died because you have to be honest, you know, you have to be upfront. And that was my perspective. So I was like, daddy, you know, passed away. He, you know, he got sick. He got hurt. He passed away. He's not coming back, you know, and I had to rip the bandaid. That's really strong. Like days in. It's, It's strong, but it's the truth. You know, so I couldn't even I, say I the words. I couldn't say yeah, the words. I did words. tell him that, and you know, I'm struggling. You know, because the first day or two, you you like you, I'm boohoo crying. You know, my four year old, he's wise beyond measures. He's like, mommy, it's okay. It's a what? Like, why are you crying? It's okay. You know, like he was comforting me, but I'm like, that's not your role. Mm-hmm. So they are a part of a program called Tomorrow's Rainbow. I'm in South Florida, so they are part of the program. Oh You're in South Florida. Yeah. So okay. So Tomorrow's Rainbow is a program. Plug plug plug. It's nonprofit. Um, it's non-denominational, so it's not a you know faith-based program. But they've been a part of that program since they were since it happened. He passed away September 1st. They've been in that program since November. So they've actively been a part of that program for three years. Um, and it's an equestrian group therapy type of thing. And all of the parents, um, the kids are grouped by how the parents passed away. So if you had like an illness, they are grouped in there. If you had a sudden death, they're grouped in there. So there's children that can relate to each other. So the children are Hold in their on. own group. I want you to pause right there. Okay. Because I would like to also put out there that um, I have been actively trying to get Tyler. Well, Tyler's in that program is what I'll okay. say. Tyler's okay. in that program now we've been to orientation okay but because of the rain every goddamn saturday of november and october yes yeah 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 yeah. he hasn't actually been to an actual session we got to the orientation but he hasn't been to orient i am just shook right now that you are number one in my city number two talking to me about the same program i let you explain it because i'm not very good at explaining it I just okay. call it the horse therapy. Okay. 
So I'm glad that you explained it to our listeners because I do think that that is a really good program. And if you are in our area, even though I haven't experienced it, I heard that it's really, really good. Well, come and we can go together. We, we, we're friends now. Yes. Okay? Me and you. Yes. I'm, I'm period. Oh um, but it's great for the kids. Um, and it it's different because it isn't faith-based. So yes. they don't play. There's no, oh, he went to heaven. Cause I, t- I, you know, he died and he went to heaven. That's what I tell my kids, mm-hmm. which he did in my, in my mind, he did. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're not faith-based. So they're, they will tell and explain the ch- to the child what death is. The medical, the body, the soul leaves the body. Right. Mm-hmm. And it sounds harsh, right? It sounds very harsh because what we do is as a society, especially black people, we are very, fragile around yeah right yes. it happens to everybody but we don't talk about it so the the thing is with my kids now they are very vocal about it so people you know when it first happened to whatever whenever you know you're out with your kids and they're like where's daddy oh daddy died daddy's in heaven and people are looking people are like what I was literally telling my friend that that when I came back from the orientation, there was this little three-year-old boy, and I just felt like he was just too excited to scream that his mom is the one that passed away, but just the assurance of it and the fact that, you know, I like that. I really did like the fact that he was so sure of it. They're not sad about, like, the the kids, they have their moments. I'm not going to sit here and be like, my kids don't even care about death, but they understand death better than a lot of adults. You know what I mean? So when people would come and they're like, oh, they're like, yeah, daddy died and you know, whatever. And they're they're going around, but the people around them are like, oh my God, your daddy died. They're yes, like, yeah, daddy yes. died. Like, what's the problem? Like, because when I talk with them and I've always done this, obviously after the first and second day, cause I was struggling, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is that, you know, I remember the good times, the great times, because there's nothing that me crying is not going to change that it is what it is, but I don't want them to associate his death with something sad and just being somber and things like that. So you have to keep his memory alive by talking to them. So I'd be like, Oh, daddy, daddy loves shoes like that, you know, or daddy, yes. because they don't remember right. two and three. They don't remember. So pictures, videos, things like that. But it is a great program. It is tough for us because, you know, even if you're two years out, because I was initially like, well, they need group therapy. I have my own therapist, right? I'm not a group therapy type of person. I don't need to share your pain. I don't need to share your pain. That orientation alone, I almost didn't go back. Like my friends were like, no, 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 you need to go back because that first orientation, I was so uncomfortable. I don't know. But, but okay, so this is what you have to understand too, is there are people at different stages of their grief, right? Ooh, so I'm three years out, right? So I'm 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 there and I'm just like my heart is aching for 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 people that are three months. You got people that are three months out yeah. and they are in there and they boohoo crying and I'm crying for them. Right. I'm not crying like you know, I have my moments, but I'm literally crying for them because it's so raw. Mm-hmm. And when it's three months out, you're still like, Lord, how many these bills? I couldn't I three couldn't, months out. I wasn't in any type of therapy three months. Three months, it was yeah. just trying to get together, figure out I am I living here, I'm I not living here, you know. So many changes. Stuff. So yeah. many changes. And that's the thing, it's so many different changes initially that I'm still not a group therapy type of person because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be like, <clears throat> I'm choked up a little bit because yes. they do make you look at 
in remember and think about those things that a lot of times we do try to suppress. Yeah, but, yeah. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I have never left mad. I like, I leave obviously a little emotional, but sometimes, mm -hmm. not every time, but I do be like, okay, that was a relief. Like, we don't want to tap into those emotions, but it's good to have that relief sometimes. It's good to, you know, remember that person. It's, mm -hmm. you, you had great, you know, great times and things like that. But yep. I've never left, like the first time I did go, I was like, it's heavy. I don't know if I can handle that. Like I wasn't Same. prepared. And prior to you going, we can talk about what happened so that at least you'll be prepared. Yeah. Because I wasn't prepared. Okay. And it, it's not something bad, but just kind of the ending and how they end and what you have to do. Mm -hmm. it, I wasn't ready for it. And it threw me off. Okay. It, it was very uncomfortable for me because I'm a very private person. And I'm not a type me of person that too. I share emotions me with people. Me too. And, and that, I, I, I like that like, about your Instagram as well because like, yeah. you don't even be able to tell anything's going on. You, I got no. more emotion uh, a little bit. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, I was never, I'm I'm, not, I'm just not that person. Like, right. even at the right. funeral, I'm rushing right. to cry in the bathroom. Like, I right. like this. Girl, I was, I was up there like this. They like, you okay? I'm fine. Yeah. Let's get through this I, yeah. because we're gonna do this and because you have to be there. Yes. You don't yes. wanna be there. Yes. You know. I sat there shaking my foot the whole time, like, are we done? Like Let's, I got to go. This listen. is not for me. I, I did, you know, I did my speech, I got through it, and I was like, Oh, God bless you. Look at you. I did. I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good me, for you. My friends, they were on me. They were like, yep. You gotta write something, you gotta say something. You okay. Know, formulated it, and I'm like, all mm -hmm. right, cool. You know, me and my cousin, we went up there, mm -hmm. and I said what I had to say. I made it through, and I got done. You know, everybody, and that's the thing. Everyone talks about this strength. Where do we get this mm -hmm. strength from? You know, me, I don't know. I say, listen, I will cry one moment. I will be strong one moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I go to the therapist, and I ask the same thing. Where does this strength come from? She I think initially has, it's numbness. Like initially, yeah. you're just kind of like, what's happening? Like you're what not even living that's in happening. reality. Yeah, right, right. right. You're not. You're yeah. not living in reality. So okay, that's what. So it is if too. I could just share something real quick, and this mm -hmm. is crazy. This is what's up? Crazy. Mm -hmm. Um. So right before everything happened, I changed my phone number. I mean, right mm. before everything happened, like I just got a new phone. I didn't even. Um, I didn't even port my old phone number over oh. until everything was done. Okay. I actually was having the thought process of maybe I shouldn't port the number, just, you know, keep this new number. But the crazy mm -hmm. in me at the time, this is three months after Shayna. Okay. Okay. Three months in, I was like, I need to have the same everything because oh. I don't know. Oh. Oh. Huh. So I was like, I got to get back that number. I got to get back that number. Because oh. I was just like, you never know. You never know. Right. There's like a middle ground between here and there. Mm -hmm. And the only way for him to make it back is my phone number. I got to have it. <laughs> like, legit. That really? Was, yes. Yes. Did you, did, you, did you go around and like, um... Did you go around and like renovate? Did you renovate anything? Did you no. change anything? Like you, okay, you didn't renovate. No, okay. because okay. that was another part. It was like, there was so much happening. 
right in that first time like i ha- i um had gotten a job and was okay. to start the new job within two weeks of everything mm-hmm. happening Mm-hmm. So they had to extend it to, for another three weeks. And like right after the funeral, I had to jump back in. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was hard enough by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those were the movements I was making. I was I, I was in a new job. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved out of the place that we were living because mm-hmm. his mom actually owned the house that we were living in and decided mm-hmm. that she wanted to sell. And yeah, I was just, it was a lot of changes. It was moving. It was a new job. And okay. yeah, I just went, I had to go home. What about your family? Cause I went home to my mom and just pretty much mm-hmm. laid there and was like. I stay, I stay, I stayed. So I'm, I'm a rip the bandaid off type of person, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I know that the more you prolong it, the more fear sets in and you avoid it at all costs, right? So I would say the first night I probably stayed at my mom's, maybe the first two nights I probably stayed at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. And then the the third day I was like, I gotta go home. My mom was like, you sure you wanna go home? I gotta, I gotta go home. I got, you know, and I, I came home um, after the funeral. So this happened, he passed away. He passed away on a Friday that next, that next Saturday should have been the funeral, but I don't know if you remember when we had that hurricane in South Florida. They we had the hurricane three years ago, three and years it was ago, a big hurricane. hurricane. It was a very big hurricane three years ago because we haven't had a hurricane since. Right. Think about it. Right. But right. but that weekend he should have been buried. Right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't buried because we had a hurricane. Right. So wow. all the power, everything was going on. So he didn't get buried till two weeks after the funeral i mean after he passed after away passed. Mm-hmm. which it's you prolonged in the whole thing you know so that was the whole thing so after he he had the funeral on saturday by that wednesday i was back to work i was like i gotta work i gotta go to work because i just i need to go to work because i'm not i can't the walls close in on you you know what i mean and i'm just i cannot i had to be i cannot yeah right I had to go to work. So nothing changed as far as my house was concerned. I did have to eventually, maybe a month later, like pull some stuff out of the closet and kind of move some stuff around. Um, but after it happened, when I tell you, I was like, I avoided. So I, I like, I, I hung out every single day of the week because I'm like yellow, right? You only live once, right? So oh I'm at, I'm, listen, I'm at the club, right? I'm at a concert. I'm here. I'm That's there. I'm at me. wineries. I'm at dinner. I'm hanging. Like, I literally was, every day of the week, I was and like what yellow. happened the minute you don't have something to do? What happened the minute Listen, you don't have something to do? everything sets in. Like, everything yes. sets in. So, yes, and my therapist was, was like, my therapist was like, you're, you're, you're avoiding. You need to sit in those feelings. And I was like, I don't want to sit in the feelings. She Ooh. said, you got to sit in it and you got to just acknowledge that you feel that way. Because I was like, you, when you're married, you're in a relationship for whatever extended period of time and you don't have that person, You extreme loneliness. I've never yes. felt loneliness like this in my entire life. Like, I was just like, what do I do with myself? I would clean up everything. And you really sat in it. You're in a house by yourself. The house by yourself. Girl. Children. But then with these guys, doggone kids, I, I, you know, I would put the kids down and then I would have to sit and after I put, because the kids were a distraction. I'm, all right, let's clean up. Let's play. Let's do this, whatever. So when they went down at eight o'clock, every night at eight o'clock, I'm just sitting there like, what is happening? Like, but because I, I had to eventually stop. Like, I had to stop because I was doing a lot. I was yeah. doing a lot as far as hanging out. And the funny thing is, you know, I was doing a lot and I was, 
a part of you feel like you have to prove that you're okay. So I'm hanging out and I'm snapping it up. I'm on Snapchat, I'm on Facebook, da da da. So people are looking at me like, what's wrong with her? Like, yeah. what is wrong with her? And one person actually came and they were like, listen, you know, at one point I was really mad because I couldn't understand how you were hanging out and doing all this stuff and da da da. And you just moved on and like people were judging me and I didn't understand why people were judging me because I was just trying to move on and move forward. And like, I didn't want that to define who I was, Absolutely, you know? Absolutely, yeah. I didn't want it to define me. So it was, it was, it was rough. It was, it was, it was, it was rough. But like I said, you don't have anybody to relate to. So who can tell me how to navigate this as you don't have any experience? And this is, this is a type of situation that I don't want any of my friends to be experiencing. But at the same time, Back. somebody like, we're all married. And the reality is somebody got to be the first one to be a widow, you know, and not and not to be morbid, you yeah. understand? But hopefully in the future, whoever may need that help, I'll be the person who's like, hey, you, this real. is how you navigated this. You're going to be okay. You're going uh -huh. to be all right. So it's a, it's a strange situation to so be put strange. You know so what I mean? It's, it's strange. It's strange. Mm -hmm. So strange. I got to say, though, you are making me feel so much better just about really? my last year and a half. Yes. Like, you know, the therapist can make you feel better about a situation because mm -hmm. they'll, you know, explain why you're mm -hmm. doing what you're doing. But mm -hmm. when somebody who's been in it, mm -hmm. like, really have a conversation yeah. with you, like, honest mm -hmm. to God, like, it's been really real for me. It's been really real for me. Um, tell me, you know, I know you said you hung out because it was the same thing with me. You know, if mm -hmm. there was a concert, if there was a festival, <laughs> I yes. was there. I yes. was there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but how did you deal with missing that person for your children? Because I know for me, like, Mike mm -hmm. had um older children. He mm -hmm. had four before Tyler came. Okay. And, you know, we had a family. We had yeah. summers. We had winter yeah. breaks. So you yeah. go through missing all of that and just missing a support system for, yeah. you know, just simple things. You go to the doctor and you come home. Who are you telling about what these... You're a grocery store. Going to the grocery store with a yeah. toddler. You yeah. like, you, usually you're like, okay, I'm going to leave the kids. I'm going to be right back. And you yeah, can do... Yeah, you know, you about to have the greatest hour of your life. In the grocery but, store. But you can't do that no more. So, right. When your kid has honestly, a fever, it's just you. How do you deal with that? Because I so, struggle with that still. So, honestly, in uh, in the initial phase of the therapy, that was something that we had to work through. Mm -hmm. Just the process of life. Because you got to think, when we're, we're your partner with somebody, the normal things are basic, right? He would drop yeah. the kids off for, for school. I would pick them up from school. Now I gotta, like, me and my therapist literally literally are like, okay, so if you know that you go grocery shopping on this day, the kids are in school, how do you adjust it now that it's just you, right? Like, we had to really process how do you do the basic things, which sounds silly, but if you're so reliant on your partner and your partner's no longer there, you literally have to, like, walk through how do you how do you do the basic things of like how do you go to the grocery yes. store how do you drop them off to school how do you make sure that okay you can cover the bills how do you make sure that the kids are you know thriving and things like that so the first thing is honestly for me i have a very strong support system like my mom is there my my dad is there my um his mom and his parents are are really they're down so 
they they are very very helpful and honestly even now three years out i'm like bruh i cannot do this without them like for the coat for covid school was out my dad what? kept them every day yeah because Same. i was like i gotta go to work you know I, I, i'm a essential quote unquote essential worker so too, I, you know so there is no school my dad had to step up for me, yeah. right? My um, my mom would would you know watch him, and on the weekends, mom, can you watch the kids? Or I'll talk, ask his mom, hey, could you watch the kid? And they pretty much, if I need a break, I get, it. I, yeah. I get. It. Usually, I'm like, look, Monday through Friday, I'm you know do what I got to do with the kids, but on the weekends, I be trying to live my life. Okay, I'm trying to live my life. Okay, period. But, but I have a, I have, do have a strong support system, and they have like the kids got god parents, and you know what I mean. So and I they've like, been hey. god parenting. They've been really involved. Amen. They've been involved. The the you know uh, their uncles. I'll be like, hey, they want this, so they want that, and the uncles will get it. So you know, but but your everyday life is still. I I kid you not. That is still a struggle yeah. it, because it's you be tired. You you yeah. get off of work and you be tired, you know. And mm -hmm. the kids are looking at you like, okay, mommy, what can we do? And I'm literally getting off work, trying to set them up for homework, trying to cook dinner at the same time, trying to clean up. Like that is still a very tough thing, and you still will have your moments to where you're like, I asked for this. <laughs> this is not what I thought. Like was legit, happen. I ain't asked for this. Like. I wanted a family, okay? I said I wasn't gonna do this till I had a family. Now I got a family, and how did I end up here? Listen, my big thing, like growing up, I'm like, I'm like, I don't wanna be a single mother. I, look, listen, I, my I mom cried when mother. I got pregnant and told him that. He was like, my girl, mom, you a single crazy. mother? I didn't wanna do that. That's not what I wanted. You know, so you know, you think you're doing things the right way. So yes. I tell people now, Listen, live your life. So I now I can be a little impulsive because I'm like, you don't know what's going to happen. You think that yes. you're doing stuff the right way and this and that. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't judge people. I'm like, you just don't know what's going to happen. But mm -hmm. um, honestly, when everything happened, I was like, I know for a fact that I'm going to be okay. But I never wanted my children to experience not having a father and these are black boys who need their father and need a father figure and things of that nature so that's still a sore spot for me because i'm just like i don't want, want my growing up without a father you know what i mean like yes never wanted I just this don't want that. Never you know what i mean this. they people say and that as much we as we have love our boys people say that we have a better situation because we, you know, don't have a guy out there who is the baby daddy. Baby who, daddy. You know, is on some <laughs> bullshit. We get to tell our kids and right. make up Superman. Anything we want to tell them, basically. We right. can tell them. Right, right, right. Do you, do you actually think that this is a better situation? Now, now, I know people that are divorced, right? Yeah. You know, I, sometimes it's two different ways to get it, right? So the people that are divorced, right? They send their kids off with their dad and they don't yep. have that emotional grieving piece that they have to deal with. Mm -hmm. But they see this fool walking around every other day. You know what I mean? They like argue with you know, him, all of that. Baby, baby. So, so sometimes, you know, there's different ways to look at it. You know, in some aspects you can say, okay, listen, I can make all the decisions on my own. I can, because you know, when you have kids, 
you're both are both emotionally invested in this child in this child so y'all gotta agree on everything mm -hmm. do we vaccinate do we circumcise you gotta kind of have these conversations with another person mm -hmm. so when you're the only person to make the decision sometimes it is easy but then sometimes it's hard because you're like bruh i don't know what to do like who do i ask this or who do i bounce the, the questions off mm -hmm. of so it, it it's a toss-up it's a yeah. toss-up it, when it comes down to dating and baby daddy and all that stuff it it can be a good thing when you're dating somebody because you know people are very like i don't want to deal with no baby daddy drama i don't want to deal with no baby mama drama and then so there's that yeah there's that but you don't have that to deal with it when scare, it can scare men away because they're like oh uh, you want me to be the daddy now and i'm like oh uh, then there's that yeah like i got you know this I, mean? I got this Say, but they um they they automatically think that now you want them to be the baby dad. So yeah. it, it and it's for me topic. that's a fear. For me, I'm just like uh uh, I don't. I almost want you to have nothing to do with my child. If that makes right. any sense, like right. don't worry, we good over here. Don't uh, uh, he good? Just ask right. about him so you know he's alive. Right. But I promise you, we good over here. Like I right, don't right. want that at all. Right. It's, right. it's still right. a fear of mine. Right. Um. Yeah, the, the dating thing is a whole nother girl. Yes, ma'am. We, we can get into that if you want to, but that's, that's baby. I want to know about the strength, like the, 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 the ability to no longer care what people think, because I think that's very important for you to move on. Because you okay. can't move on if you're just Listen. stuck there thinking about people. Listen, now, now the episode that I, that I, last week's episode, yes. right? Yes. When you were like, I want to date you, but you got to take me to Boca. We got to go to Key West. Like, we can't. So, initially, when I first started dating, I was like, I can't be seen with this fool. Because, you know, people <laughs> be like, people be like um, let's, let's go out to, you know, something around the way. And it's like, uh -uh. I can't be seen with nobody because I'm not ready to be seen. I don't want people looking at me and judging me. And, girl, that was, that was so That's relatable. Beautiful. But, you know what? I had to get to the point where I understood that when you are uh, in this position, you understand how fragile and how short life is. Yeah. And my biggest thing after everything happened, I was like, I just want to be happy. I want to live my life and I don't want to be confined to the thoughts and ideas of other people. And plus these other people have never experienced right. this type of situation. So I cannot allow myself to move according to what they want because according to them, I should probably wear black for five years and not date until I'm about 40, 45. Right. until they see fit but I'm like you know what nobody asked me my personal opinion on their affairs yes. so I'm not going to give them that power over me and plus I'm just like listen you know you used to a man the flesh honey the baby, flesh baby things start getting real hot and spicy and you're just like I need somebody to talk to I'm at least you. you know like that companionship yes. and it's nothing wrong with companionship but I think it takes a special person to you know date you because of everything that's going on and I think that initially you should date around and you know meet different people okay. because you want to just kind of get your feet wet because the game has changed tell me tell the game me. has changed the game has changed I so initially has, people you know were you know just you know wanting relationships and wanting to be with you and da 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 but nowadays you know which is different everybody wants kind of an open relationship. Nobody wants to commit. Everybody wants to date around. So, um, and, and like, like we both said, you have 11 years and I had 12 at the time of passing. 
baby. I don't know what I want up there. I just want to be Girl. happy. Girl. The men, the men are different too. The men are different too. You know what I mean? The, the men are yes. different too. Um Did you go to are... another race, maybe? Had a love. I, you know, you know, I love my black kings. I did yeah. I did go on a date with a Spanish guy and he was a little crazy. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um they were, you know, but I you know, I love my black kings. I, I am now in a in a loving, committed relationship now. I got Beautiful. I got me a good man, my future is bright. Y'all heard that? It's bright. Listen, it's some good it's some good men out here. And I do think that when you go through so much, right, mm -hmm. and you've been through so much pain, I feel like, and I tell people, pain changes you. It can change it you for the does. good or it can change you for the bad. Like, mm -hmm. I choose to take it, learn from it, use that wisdom, and be the best me that I can be. So I'm, I'm big on positive vibes only. I want to live my life. I want to experience love. But initially, I was like, why would I want to experience love and do this again? Like, why would I want to give myself to somebody and they like, I might want to just be a city girl out here. Like... Now rushing into a relationship. No, 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 no. Don't rush now because mm -hmm. it's, it's some stuff that you gotta experience. Cause it's twelve years, baby. It's they look. The men are doing some some different things now. <laughs> yes, I concur. Yes, ma'am. Okay, it's some it's some extra stuff, right? So I'm you do excited. want to experience things, right? Mm -hmm. And you do want to have your standards and not lower them but you have a lot sure. to offer because you probably just got all this this life and you've had experience with marriage and all these different things so you you the bomb like you're a rare person out here so anybody that does get you you got to know that they are blessed and lucky and all that stuff because you got a whole nother vibe to you like you mm -hmm. got a whole nother energy and that's so that they've true. never experienced that yeah. is so true mm -hmm. that is so true now, um, you know, like we said, we're, we're, we're trying to be all about positivity and, mm -hmm. you know, living our lives for us this time around. Right. Yes. Um, did you change your career? Did you get a new hobby? Did you do any of those things? Um, I didn't change my career. I'm, I'm still a social worker. I'm a licensed clinical therapist. Okay. Um, but I did, I did get a, um, create a new business. It's called yeah. Sweet Sugar Baby. Mm -hmm. Um, and the business is doing well. And it is, it is a good thing to do because it gives me something to put my energy and my focus on as well. So yeah. you, when you have extra time and you, you know, you're not in a marriage because marriage takes work, yeah. you got to kind of consult your husband about everything. So it's a lot yeah. of energy that you place into a marriage. So when you're no longer, married anymore you're a single woman now dealing with your son and you know you mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you continue to have your own life and you have the things that you enjoy so um i enjoy doing a, a lot of things but i definitely put a lot of energy into my business and into the kids and prior to covid you know me and the boys we we, we are a very active family so the covid hitting it threw it threw them out for a loop they're like mommy we're not going anywhere like we go to the museums we go paint we go doing all types of things and the kids are just it's it's rough for now but i did do a lot of stuff with the kids and like i said the business and stuff like that so okay i have one last question do you What's think that he is proud of you you know i do that that is the one thing that kind of helps me to 
keep going even when it came down to like dating because I dated pretty quickly because I was just like How I quick? fulfilled my duties you know, How quick? I've done, like three months three Four. months oh, yeah girl yeah. just because because at the end of the day I'm just like I'm cool you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm cool. I was cool, yeah. you know? But you don't know how cool you are until you start dating. And that's why it was important because when I did start dating, when, you know, you have no thoughts like, I can't be seen. I was like, am I really ready? Because if I'm still <laughs> concerned about other people seeing me, I'm not too convinced that I'm ready for this. You know, yeah. you, you kind of date, you pull back, you date, you pull, you know, so you, you, you're you testing the waters. And yes. that's all you can do because you don't know if you're ready to you kind of test it out right Agreed. but Agreed. um with with him my my um late husband I did everything I could I, I feel like I was the best wife I could be to him at the time with what I had and the knowledge that I you know that I had at that time yeah um I think I did everything I could and I like what I know I know that he's proud because I'm doing everything I can to make sure that the kids are healthy and safe mentally physically and spiritually so that's what I make sure I do because that's yeah. my now that's I'm like I, the kids they they do something funny and I'm just like you see your son you know I'll just kind of like you know and I'll just kind of say something a little bit but I do think he's proud because I'm 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 doing what I have to do for his his children you know that is them amazing life. that is amazing mm-hmm. Shivani you are a god sent okay because we gotta stay connected i'm so for sure like i i don't even know where you came from like you just popped up we don't even have any mutual Mm -hmm. friends so uh, Mm -hmm. for me to be like okay yeah you know the podcast 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 is reaching and i'm excited it's awesome this is definitely the start of a beautiful friendship I am okay, serious. like we have way too many similarities to not hook up, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we we gonna we gonna hook up with the kids and we gonna hook up the kids, girl. Without the kids, because I I vibe with my kids, but hello, I gotta have mommy mommy adult time. Okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome. You're welcome. This was awesome. Absolutely. And make sure you send me all your business stuff so I can put it at the bottom of the episode. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right. Thank you so much. We'll be connected. I'm going to send you all my information, girl. Like, absolutely. Phone number and all, boo. Everything. 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 I'm here for you, mama. Bet. Okay. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Yes. And that was my girl, Siobhan. Now, I I must say that, again, this podcast has opened my eyes to so many other people. I literally mentioned after the Pussy Business episode, you know, just literally said, hey, you know, I just, I, I started this podcast and I wanted to do this because I don't know a lot of people in my situation. And then, boom, here she was telling me about my own damn situation and even more. And, you know, it was just a good episode for me. It was a good um, feeling to know that somebody is, a lot of people actually are feeling the way you are, have been through what you've been through. Um, and I think honestly, you know, maybe once a month or something, cause I, you know, I'm not trying to be depressed or, you know, have sad episodes, but I do think that once a month, you know, I've been reaching out or they've been reaching out to me. So many widows or, you know, women who have lost, 
um, people close to them have been reaching out to me since that episode. And, you know, I might want to share a story once a month. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be a theme, but you know, um, this was just real good to have a conversation with somebody who had, you know, of like minds. Now, guys, I need y'all to drop your drawers. Y'all could drop them in the email, which is the lipstick laundry podcast at gmail.com. Or you could go on our Instagram or our Facebook, which is Lipstick Laundry Podcast. On Twitter, we are Lip Laundry. Now, guys, as usual, if you have an iPhone, I need y'all to go on Apple Podcasts, rate, subscribe, leave us a comment, do what you got to do. For the rest of y'all, just keep listening, keep sharing, and I will see y'all next week. Peace.